Welcome back, fellow bad movie lovers, to the worst movie of the year, a City of Geek podcast. Now in our fifth episode, when you're looking at Emoji Movie. But whether you're coming to us for the first time or have been a continued listener, thank you very much. Please continue to like, comment, share, and subscribe, no matter how you listen to us, whether it be Transistor, through City of Geeks podcast, through however it is. But we are now on iTunes on our own, not just with City of Geek. So if you prefer to listen that way, go ahead and subscribe. No matter how you listen to us, thank you very much. If you're coming to us for the first time, here is the basic setup. Every week, I choose a random year between 1965 and the current year. I go over to Metacritic, and I go down to the very worst movie that is currently available that we haven't discussed yet. We're only in the fifth episode as we're recording this, so we haven't done any repeats yet, but I'm sure it'll happen over time. Then I gather a group of people who are willing to sit through the movie. We watch it, and then we talk about it. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, things you want us to watch, or of how we can improve the show outside of my non-all-that-great sound equipment, please let me know. I always look forward to hearing anything. Thank you again for listening, and on to the episode. And since we get so many different voices, it's probably best if we all introduce ourselves uh, so everyone at home can know who exactly speaking in this case. Uh, Cody, why don't you go first? Hello, I'm Cody, one of the, the City of Geek co-pilots with Bob. Uh, one of the mics? I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Kehoe. I'm a local uh, Seattle filmmaker and actor, and uh, I'm here to, here to talk about uh, an awful, awful movie. And finally, Mr. Amos. I'm Michael Amos. I'm the other Mike that doesn't matter, apparently. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my trade is in tech, and, you know, I make fun of bad movies uh, as a hobby. And tech is kind of fitting since this movie is based around... Um, tech and you know we love our bad movies uh, so and boy do yeah, i have some tech notes adjacent. yeah i know close enough but we are talking about 2017's the emoji movie uh the lowest rated of that particular year with an eight on metacritic uh 12 metacritic i'm sorry 12 metacritic i gave, almost gave it a little too low credit um it came out just to have the, the basis it came out july 28th 2017 uh to an opening of 24.5 million dollars and somehow cost 50 million dollars i have no idea where that money went maybe to patrick stewart to get him in this piece of shit uh it made 80 million dollars overall in the united states and canada and grows 131.7 million dollars worldwide uh it was directed by tony leonidas who also made lilo and stitch 2 and igor from 2008 which actually i kind of like igor uh and it is written by himself eric siegel and somehow mike white who directed and wrote a lot of indie, indie comedies and uh, like Richard Linklater stuff. So that's kind of a strange person to have added into the credits, but he's there. <laughs> Paycheck's a paycheck. Yeah, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Uh, so I believe, uh, so let's just uh, start talking here. Um, I'm going to start here with like, I think the premise of this movie ultimately is, what if Inside Out and Wreck-It Ralph had a baby and that baby was filled with shit jokes? Yep. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You know, my, uh, my first thoughts on this movie is they opened to what I thought was going to be a little more subversive than it was because they were like, kids spend all the time on their phone. And I thought maybe they're going to do something with that. And then they're like, no, that's not important that they're spending all their time on their phone. And then they jump into the movie, which is pretty much plotless. It doesn't feel like it really does anything. It just feels dead and flat. It felt more like I was watching the storyboards to a movie than the actual movie. There, it was just lifeless the entire way. It was really bizarre. Yeah, the uh, yeah. One of my notes in there was that yeah, there was so little plot. It's kind of uh, like this slid through from scene to scene, like a first draft of a of a script. But 
even then, like, yeah, it is the the cynical thing that uh, that everyone thought Lego Movie was going to be, but like, yeah. they turned out to be a subversive take on you know on this type of movie of, of corporate culture and uh, being yourself type thing, which turns out you know it doesn't matter in that movie. Uh, and then, but for this, it is the standard boilerplate of you know you're you're uh, i want to be someone else it's like this is how you can do it with this overlay of commercialism and crassness and kids suck <laughs> first of all i will say this i did not know that james corden was in this and i absolutely fucking hate james corden and he's the comedy relief throughout the entire film and that made it even worse to fucking sit through and tj miller such a weird choice for the the main bill like he he doesn't have a voice that says main hero. It's very hard to like sit through it. Cause it's like, God, I don't want to hear this fucking random twenties guy. Who's, you know, on his Xbox all day kind of thing. It's like, fuck. And he's, he's just, he sounds like a shithead. So it makes the character not fun to like interact with at all. And like Anna Ferris, you can tell is just there for the paycheck. She's like delivers her lines like a robot the entire time. Yeah, none of them really seem to be trying at no. all. Patrick Stewart, you can tell, is like there for a. F- okay, one one question with Patrick Stewart. He at first scene, he comes out of a bathroom stall with another because he's poop in the movie. Yes, which unfortunately, wall poop. Um, and there's another poop in there. Why were they both in the same bathroom? He was teaching his son how to. Shit. <laughs> Are they giving birth? It's a really weird thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they both in the same stall? None, none of the jokes landed in this movie, which I thought was really bizarre. And, and when you said James Corden as the comic relief, I thought that was the most inconsistent character throughout the entire movie. He started out somewhat normal, a little annoying. And then as the movie progressed, he got dumber and dumber to the point of just, I, I don't even know how they passed that into the write-off because he was such an awfully written character. It, that presumes that anyone not. else has actually written decently either. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this, this, this whole thing, you know, they start out as a, you know, kids these days kind of thing. And, you know, this is very much a, you know, kids and technology kind of focused thing, even though that kind of goes off the rails and, you know, the, the child who is like the entire reason these, these characters exist is more of a side character to the entire plot. And, but it, it becomes clear very quickly that this is a movie that they designed to be centric around teenagers and the way teenagers handle culture and technology without actually having ever spoken to a teenager about how they handle culture and technology. Yeah, it's, it's hello, fellow kids. Yeah, it doesn't not seem to understand kids at all. It's like it seems to hate kids. Like, every, like they're so bland in their own classroom, and they're so bland with the way they interact, and it's like that their interactions are. It's the basic common denominator of how older people think kids of that age act without actually having to deal with them. Like at all, it's like you know, my wife's a teacher. I'm trained to be a teacher. I've dealt with kids. They don't act that way. It's not how they actually are. Yeah. And, 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 you know, kids, kids understand this technology. Like a child is not going to go to the not Apple store to reset their phone. They're just going to reset their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't understand that how that kid made that appointment at all. 
because he would have to pay money to get a new phone or to have it deleted. And he just goes to the, makes his own appointment to the store. And it was, there's just, there was no real rules to this world that they were living in on either the digital end or the real world end. They just kind of did things that progressed the plot only with no explanation. Well, I mean, I'd say, yeah. I mean, I'd say that's one of the things that would be uh, potentially accurate because, you know, this phone was probably bought under the auspices of their phone plan. Right. which means support is going to be handled under warranty. So, you know, you can go in. And the, the other thing, too, is you don't usually do appointments. You just go into the store and get the next <laughs> slot. So that's Otherwise, one thing. Otherwise, there would be that threat of, of deletion above them all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't typically set up appointments. You just walk in. And the other thing is, you know, if, if they wanted support, they're probably going to go online first because, yeah. yeah. let's, let's be honest, this is a teenager. They're not going to go into a fucking meat space store to get support on their device. They're either going to look at it and reset it themselves because it's bog easy to do, or they're going to go online and the online support is going to be like, yeah, reset your phone and they're going to reset their phone. The whole thing is tenuous as it is in that case where like if he's, if the whole thing is that uh, Gene did the wrong emoji uh, because he's an an idiot uh, that. Like the kid never follows up actually speaking to the girl, sending her another text with the correct emoji or trying again, you know, or following through with anything else. Of course, the one that kid says, you know, words are lame or whatever the hell. Hello, fellow kids. Uh, like it's so doesn't connect. Like it's so uh, it's so loose of a, of a connection to try and get the plot moving in that case to make to give a tension to what's happening in the, you know, in the, in the uh, electronic world which is all uh, the whole thing. Like it's weird. Cause I was thinking about like, there's generations of emojis here. There's generations that there's is an established world, but average person keeps their phone like two years. So we are just committing genocide continually forever on these electronic <laughs> devices, <go. laughs> which of course happens in the movie. I love when my children's movies end in genocide and then <laughs> un- un- genocides them. <laughs> I, 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 re- I really enjoy at the beginning where one of the first things that they say is perfect technology. And then they spend the entire movie demonstrating how nothing is perfect and everything. And actually every app is garbage that doesn't work right. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be Candy Crush, throwing in random things or playing on its own or Candy Crush or just dance how many more apps do we want to directly yell and tell how to use to your to your audience because you know it's a series of ads in that case the just dance one was always horrifying because it's like all of a sudden like oh yeah we fucked up and we we got this entire app killed and sent to the thing you see the the just dance lady in the uh, in the trash later just like like uh, having ptsd meltdown it's like yay that's well she's dead that that gives me a lot of that gave me like five or six separate this is not how technology works messages <laughs> and i i guess the question is do you want me to complain about all the this is not how this technology works now or do you want me to just <laughs> sprinkle it in among the things well maybe make it one whole thing so i can delete it no i'm kidding i never delete anything <laughs> but yeah well, this movie was tensionless it uh there 
it had the Bohemian Rhapsody problem where they're like, we have a problem. Nah, we solved it. Don't worry about it. Next scene. There was just never any, I never felt like they were in danger. I never really cared that he was going to be deleted because it just seemed like he went into a place that could be easily recovered by a rope and you could just drag people out. There was, a, there was just no real threat throughout the entire thing that I cared at all what happened to anybody. God, just everything was so low energy. It was so low, low key, and everything. like, there's no effort put in by anyone, and it's, it shows how much of cynical cash grab this entire movie was. I, I can't believe they even made an emoji movie to start with, which is why I think it says you know a particularly lower score than if it was like a different property, as if emojis are properties, uh, compared to something like Playmobil, which I have seen, or Ugly Dolls, which I also watched, which are just as bad, but a little higher up because they're less directly cynical. Uh, <laughs> with like, I think they have like 35s on, on Metacritic compared to 12. Uh, but it's like, uh, it, there's so much of a, oh, Lego movie worked, or Angry Birds apparently worked. I haven't seen Angry Birds. Uh, I can't bring myself to watch that, though I did watch this twice, once when it was came out originally. <laughs> I actually went to see this in the theater, working for a movie theater kind of helps in that case. But the, uh, oh, but no. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, that's that's another, I mean, that kind of segues into another issue where like these emojis are supposed to 100% all the time embody this their one specific emotion. Which they then proceed to immediately break. Yeah, oh, they show they show all the emojis like regularly embodying other emotions, and yeah, also the saying, "I'm so angry right now." It's like, yeah, obviously we can do it. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's the one thing they do, and that's cool for everybody except, of course, our main character, who for no particular reason, because he is the meh emoticon, he's being singled out and being ostracized. Yeah, well, Before, in this no, case, I think it's more because when he has to do his job, like they, they can do their job, but yeah, but yeah, but even like then, yeah, his parents are completely mad all the time. Work doesn't matter for everyone else, you know. Yeah. Also, what's the lifespan of these characters? If you, if a person has a phone for like one to two years max, let's say, how is there generations of these people in this phone already? How does he have parents? that have already aged out of being the Matt emoji that he is now the Matt emoji. Like yeah, is there the a world is female? not I don't remember having gendered Matt emojis on my phone. I, don't, I barely use emojis. I'm sorry for the emojis on my phone who are just dying. Uh, I don't really have any games on my phone. I think Duolingo is the closest thing to have to a game. Uh, yeah, so living on my phone would be really boring for these people. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the, are they supposed to be like the next update, you know, when everything gets a little clear a little a little weird or is like but they're the same character model so that doesn't right. make a lick of sense no of course putting more into there but you know even movies like similar movies like wreck it ralph or uh put in that thought of course that's disney compared to sony right they, there was they just put no in thoughts world of the world and making the world work in the way that it yeah. does this was just a city in a phone like Wreck-It Ralph built a world where you're like, oh, this is what it would look like in a phone, and they had little details, or even Lego Movie, where everything's made out of Legos. This was just a city in a phone. They didn't do anything to make it feel connected some to respect the respect on the name, it's called Textopolis. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even notice that. That is the worst joke I've heard. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the first thing that made me go, So, Just the... the, the uh, the emoticon chamber, I guess we can call it. I just, it's just like, 
this is that's just something that is like an over elaborate and horrible design and i am surprised that a cat that catastrophic failures do not happen like all the time with it <laughs> and also what happens when there's a catastrophic failure like they, they never go to dropbox like well like they they don't uh they don't like examine that at all no. It's just like this room is trashed. It's clearly offline. How does that impact the the application and the teenager? Yeah, like they, they don't address that at all. It's just kind of like, okay, well, this is broken. We don't explain how long this is broken. We don't explain the impact of it being broken on the app or the teenager's experience. Yeah, like and, uh, it's it just, just kind of pops over to the next thing. Like the next day, it's fixed. It's fine. There's no no follow up. The, uh, besides making Gene leave with his secret hidden friend. Yeah. The, uh, and that's just about it when it comes to that. Like, yeah, you think that since his phone does make, since uh, the kid's phone does fuck up in other ways when they get into Candy Crush or get into Just Dance, it's apparently him going to the games activates them and, and you know, butt, butt plays them. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's just how little they, they, they put the thought into it. Just, this this is made apparently like eighteen months. Like they pushed this through fast before everything you know dies away, or because you know because you know we don't use emojis on our phones anymore, right? That the uh, that there's it just shows the little amount of care that was put into making this actually work in any way. You know, one of the things actually I I read some articles on uh, kind of or some you know I, I kind of skimmed through the news on the movie. Um, one of the things T.J. Miller said about it, he's like, this is the movie for the Trump era. And I'm like, it's perfect. It's horrible. And nothing ever good happens. And we're all worse off for it. So I'm like, you know what? I can see it. Yeah, and the movie keeps telling you you're having fun despite all that. Yes. <laughs> you're having so much fun. Look at all these Nothing's terrible. <laughs> is it I I think one of my 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 largest like kids these days indictments of this is the eggplant is in the losers room. Yeah, where definitely he'd be <laughs> using that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the the eggplant emoji is never used. That would be good for a sequel where it's used infinitely more when he hits more <laughs> He's of his just teenage so tired. years. <laughs> The eggplant and, and the and the water splash. I know he turned sixteen, <laughs> and the eggplant emoji shot up to number one. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I, I, his favorite room is beer, like beer <laughs> and coffee. Well, coffee, I guess, because that that's where where people start to drink that. But beer is in his favorite's favorite room. So <laughs> what does he up to? You know. Okay, I, I've I've got to go back to the bathroom scene for one second. What modern corporate bathroom still uses bar soap? Yeah, that's true. That's detail I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah, that, that's just that's one thing that I noticed, and then I couldn't stop noticing it, is that this is, you know, this is, you know, emoji. So it's going to be current and new, and it's a new phone, and it's what's hip, and it's what's happening. And it's bar soap in the bathrooms. Which you know, and, is like, why they even have them at all? But Yeah, because poop <laughs> so you doesn't can have even poop wash in there to make another shit joke. But... Should we wash our hands? No. (laughs) That joke has not aged well. (laughs) Patrick Stewart, you're at fault for all this. Setting up bad examples for the future. (laughs) So, you know, this, this, like, the the whole impetus of this is in the background, the original emoji, 
which, yeah, whatever, is trying to delete the bat emoji. What happens when that emoji gets deleted? Like, does it, does it just become unavailable in the app? I guess it vanishes, you know. How, how does that get explained to the user? Yeah, uh, you would think that would be like, uh, that would be some kind of issue. They'd be like, hey, I want to use my meh emoji. Where is that? Well, better just take a, fo- uh, a hammer to my phone. Yep, no, they actually broken, just beat them obviously. with a bar of soap if they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have it in the bathroom. <laughs> but I just uh, just going back to like the, the weird the weird writing. Like I I was getting annoyed as so much of the writing was. I hope this thing doesn't happen. Oh, this thing happened, and uh, this this is the laziest form of of setup and payoff like continually. Uh, I don't have any examples of there, but it popped in my head a couple. I wrote this down. It's like so many jokes of that. But it's just, uh, at least it wasn't a musical. I think the, uh, what is it, the candy corn scene does it. Yeah, that's the like one of it. That's why I wrote it down. Now it's dead, yeah. Where he's like, don't eat it, don't eat it. And he doesn't, there's not enough charisma for them to pull off any of the jokes that they're doing. And it seems like they're trying to make it seem more like it's coming off the top of their head. But it's just, it's just not good. It feels like the unfunny kid saying the funny kid's line and hoping he still gets a laugh from it. This worked well in the last class. Maybe it'll work in this one. Yeah. Maybe I'll text it because words, words, words suck. Words are lame. The, um, and it's the, uh, ah, shit. <laughs> like the, the, the fact that you remember the joke I was, I was talking about. Well, we both literally just watched the movie right before this starts and I already <laughs> forgot what the joke was. That I, yeah, the second time I saw it, I don't remember anything. Is Mike mess, uh, Mikey messaged me last night, you know, with, with something like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I saw the movie once and I forgot, you know, I'm watching this right before we start and I'm already forgetting things. It just immediately exits my head. Uh, that's how badly this was done. Um, yes. The, the whole, the whole like underlying plot of this where they're trying to kill the meh emoji because it fucked up once brings up one of my like tech questions which is you know how is a component of an app which is designed to live in in a walled garden which is what all apps on a cell phone are they live in their own they live in their own like existing storage and memory space and unless you specifically give them permissions to access main storage or other apps they can't do it so like how is this component of an app that lives in a walled garden able to call a system level process and stick any and stick the. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't make any sense. Well, the the kid keeps getting the notifications. You know, the uh, emojis wants to access YouTube. Okay, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Also, like one of the kind of throwaway things is like, lol, the kid has fucking crackle on his phone. <laughs> Because it's owned by Sony. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Show me one teenager that has Crackle on their phone. <laughs> so I've watched that, some things in Crackle, but very rarely. <laughs> that also started by sponsored by Crackle as my <laughs> my sponsored by. Notes everything I, in the movie is most of the stuff in the movie is owned by Sony. Like yeah, the music is plays in Spotify like, sequence and. <laughs> Sponsored by Spotify. Like a, what is it? Die Another Day, or uh, the world is, or tomorrow's not enough. The James Bond movie that was completely funded by, by product placement. That's what this movie felt like, but somehow worse. It's this one's much more crass with it. It's like directly yeah. popping yeah. into what, something. What to fucking you how great this app is? 
Like though they save the Twitter saves the day. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Get, get on Twitter, that. kids. What so, the fuck? So they move. Oh no, go ahead. So so then they move along to the pri- the piracy app because piracy there's an inside of it. there's an app for it. Apparently. And so wh- why are there internet trolls in an app? There yeah, are internet in life. What? Internet trolls are not a program; they're people. Yeah, Russian why, bots. Also, why, why, really Russian why, bots. Why is there spam in a piracy app? Because that—that's you know—that's you know if you're going to do piracy, kids, that's there's not going to be like spam in the app. It's, it's not going to be there. Which, which again, kind of comes to like this is older people writing what they think things are like without asking the details. Like compared to say a very similar movie in Rick and Ralph Two, which actually I didn't like, which also uses a lot of IPs and uses the same concepts uh, that also goes into like, but that, that calls it like, you know, the dark, dark web instead, you know, which might not be entirely accurate in many ways either, but it's definitely a better analogy in that case, you know, which well, I, I think you can get away. Ralph too, as you're watching this, cause that also has IPs, IPs, IPs <laughs> with it, but with, but being much better at it, <laughs> I guess though I was slightly annoyed by all the, you know, by Disney shit in that movie, at least that's yeah. actual better things than an app. You know? Yeah, I, I just don't think there was enough world building in this at all. You know, like even if the some of the stuff didn't work, you know, like Wreck It Ralph, for example, some of that stuff doesn't work. But because the world is built so well, you can kind of bypass it a little bit. This movie, they didn't. It, it like you said, it feels like someone who like puts their glasses on and looks at their phone from an arm's length away to understand what their son t- is showing them. It felt like that's who wrote this movie. They just don't understand what a phone is. They're used is this to, a uh, Nintendo? <laughs> the <laughs> graphics are so good. Let me get out my magnifying glass so I can take a look at this my iPad. So as 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 they're sneaking to the piracy app, my question was like, uh, so are the tree and the cactus dead? Yes. Like that that, that <laughs> seems just wearing their corpse. Yeah, that seems very clearly like a weekend at Bernie's moment. Like they're they're wearing sunglasses and they're kind of dragging them around and they're very like limp. And I'm like, are they dead? Because they seem dead. We can kill an app situation. I can't wait to murder so much of my phone after this. You know, it's made me want to go through and delete things. (laughs) I I like how they let out a little scream when you deleted them. Yeah, I like I like how they decided that they were going to have their progressive moment by it being, ooh, it's a girl hacker. Ooh, the only <laughs> pr- character in the movie that actually wears clothes. <laughs> Who's the, the missing princess? Oh, how how, um, how did how did the AV bots get into the piracy app? Isn't that the point of the skin? Is to They're, hide what it is and make it so they can't get into the application. They followed their IP addresses or something. <laughs> Just throw a random phrase to make it work. Why, why did the AV bots destroy the trolls? Because the trolls, you know, they suck, but they, in addition to not actually being programs, they're also not viruses. Yeah. So why is it destroying them? That would be amazing to see just something come out of your phone and kill an actual internet troll, though. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> That's, you got to write it now, Mike. That's your next movie. Right. Is uh yeah, is, is ad blocker software killing actual internet trolls? <laughs> It'll be a lot like Chopping Mall. Yeah. They, they, those things that kinda looked a little bit like the thing for Chopping Mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy. The uh I found it interesting like a lot of the like the way they're treated, a lot of the emojis and things they show and there's like was in a 
hey, you remember this type thing. He's like, ooh, the red wagon. I can't believe they referenced that. That. That's weird. My own voice came through again. Someone else's computer. <laughs> He's talking this is, that. This is, look at these emojis that exist. No, check your phone. They're on there. No, really. Use them. Use them, right? I see, uh, maybe it's because you know, I, you know, my late my late thirties. I said I don't really use emojis in the four. I there's like four, and maybe I use, and they're all the really the basic ones. <laughs> I can't say I've ever really looked through to find this the right emoji to talk to Allison with. You know, if I'm gonna flirt right, I gotta find the right four emojis that are not the eggplant emojis. It takes me three days to get to the right emoji. Yeah, and if I send the wrong one, my social life is absolutely ruined. Yeah, if the wrong thing comes through, I just throw my phone out the window. Yeah. So, so I, I, ha I have a comment here for like when they're you know, like escaping from or have just escaped from the piracy app. And I have a time for another timely product placement, but I didn't reference what it was and I have already forgotten what it was. There was that uh, sticker app at one point that I've never heard of. And maybe just yeah. my being old here is that's early on, I think, though. I think it, I think it's WeChat. Yeah, that, that, is, that is, is that is that reference. I think so. And I like, think that's a weird sticker one. Or so after after the after them leaving the piracy app, I've got sponsored by Facebook, sponsored by YouTube, sponsored <laughs> by Just Dance, which is a something I don't I didn't realize it was an app for. I know I played yeah. it on, on the Xbox on the Xbox, but the uh, that but it's like this movie is not made to have a shelf life. It's made I, to. I, be, Seen, make a bunch of money, and then vanish. I actually checked, and there is a Just Dance app, which the first two ratings on the app are talking about how shitty it is. <laughs> Mostly because they uh, Ubisoft apparently put so little effort into it that the they they didn't actually have any server capacity. So it's the so perfect people, game for this movie. People can't really play it. I wonder and, yeah. how that would work. Is it like if it's anything like the the console versions, you have to like put a, your phone down and step really far back? And I I was not interested enough to install the app to yeah. find out. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah. Like, you mean and, you, you know, do all that research for this for this podcast? <laughs> and, and yeah, as they're walking around, inevitably they are going to the Just Dance app to not to spoil it for everybody. That's this is where they end up next. You know, but as they're going there, they do the allow me to explain how there's too many rules on this phone while they literally walk around through back doors where there aren't any, where they're subverting the rules. Yeah. Welcome to the Emoji Movie, where the rules don't matter and the points are made up. I just thought the, the Just Dance thing was just the most bizarre app you well, like, choose to have a moment in. Like, do something that was popular. I can't remember anyone being like, what, oh, did you, do you have the, like, do Flappy Bird. Just do anything. That's why Just Dance. It's the weirdest app you could have chosen. I'm sure Sony had some money in, into it. Like, <laughs> but that, oh, I understand Candy Crushes. That's actually popular and yeah. still is. Uh, though, yeah, but it's popular. I'll get bored of it. We put it on my phone and I'll, like, I don't know I'll stop it again. It. It's called Synergy, Robert. <laughs> Look it up. Okay, how is the Just Dance app set up so objects in the game play it? Who knows? <laughs> how how does the game? How does a phone game have internal multiplayer? <laughs> this happens all the time. Apps keep escaping and then jumping yep. into the other apps, right? And that's why you got to go to the phone store and get it wiped. 
Why does it this... like someone telling you a joke? They've already they're just saying the punchline. They didn't give you the setup. They're like, and then he came home two days later, and you're like, what? Oh, Why yeah, does it mention that? the fact that he? Uh, yeah, no, that they, don't even, they don't even bother to be like. I forgot to mention. They're just like he made it home. You're like, who? Where? What are you talking about? Why doesn't this dipshit teenager have his phone on silent while he's in class? None of them do, right? I mean, I I know it's so they have a reason to be you know, like. Remember that this is a phone that a kid is using. <laughs> That's, I think that's the whole purpose of those moments is to be like, oh, remember, there is a B storyline. Yeah, re- remember that there there is a child involved. That this is remember that this is on a phone. But even in like all those bits on the on the real world, uh, don't even ultimately matter. Like they could have cut all that and just re refigured the actual in, in plot to make it a much like a stronger film. It's not a strong film at all, but to make something a little more interesting. In this case, it made me think of actually uh, like in reboot where the user is just this off thing, you know, this almost like godlike creature, uh, but that they don't really interact with. It kind of has its own thing, which, hey, if you haven't seen Reboot, go watch that again. <laughs> also, yeah. also, apps don't go into a, tra- into, into a trash. That doesn't exist. They get deleted. Gone. They get dumped on the, off the phone. This is, this is contrived bullshit that doesn't exist to create more plot. And to create more sales of Instagram, right? Yeah, like... Like that's 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 not something that exists within that ecosystem. My favorite thing is the Instagram part where the fucking two old mess are um, redoing, or you know they're reuniting, and then they ha- apparently have the ability to step into a picture completely and see stuff that's off screen, and also change that it's at night now. I watched this movie this morning, and I do not remember any Instagram scene. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the Paris Fountain of Jennifer Coolidge for the second movie for, for Mike and Mike with Jennifer Coolidge in it after date movie. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and Stephen Wright talking about things. Uh, it's, it's brief, but it, and I then, you only see a kind of, that's like, oh, that's an interesting take on it. You know, it's like the one thing that they actually, I thought, put some effort into seeing how it adapts to them. I, I must say the one piece of perfect casting that they had was Stephen Wright as, a, as Matt. Yeah. 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 I was still surprised by all the people in this movie because when I heard their voices, I said, this vaguely sounds like this person. It sounds like an impersonator. They were done so lazily that it didn't even sound like them. And the only person who pulled it off was Stephen Wright because that's how Stephen Wright sounds all the time. K. Billy Super Sounds. <laughs> K. Billy Super Sounds in the 70s. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Jennifer Coolidge not matching at all. Uh, Meyer Rudolph, of course, Patrick Stewart, fucking James Corden. Yeah, nothing to an Anna Ferris, you know, that's doing everyone's kind of pushing their way through this awful dialogue. And funny, these are funny people that I feel if like if they had the chance, they yeah, could James Corden is not funny. I'm disputing okay, that. Okay, right not now. James Corden, but uh, but the rest of them, like Maya Rudolph, and even oh, yeah. to some degree, T.J. Miller, as much as he annoys the fuck out of me, uh, if they were allowed to play off each other in some way, they probably could have you know, hit up the script a little more, but the, but I'm be surprised if they all called in their numbers that particular day, you know, that they recorded. So they never any interaction with each other at all. You know, it's something you do in your PJs for 75, you know, thousand dollars for, you know, for an hour of work. <laughs> you know, I think the most surprising thing about this movie is that it went to cans. Yeah. That's a waste. That's worse than the $50 million went. Yeah. That's it, that, that the marketing blows button. my mind to this day is that it had an opening at Cannes. And not only that, it was the first movie 
I believe, American movie to play in Saudi Arabia. For it was like 35 years. Like, imagine you get to see an American movie and they're like, it's the emoji movie. You and know, like, just shut them down. I think we got enough. <laughs> the thing, it was a double feature with that and something else, but uh, the other thing wasn't very good either. So it's almost they're purposely doing that so they can re-ban movies. <laughs> It's like, if this is what American cinema is now, we're just going to call it a day. Yeah, we're, we're fine without you guys. But this is something that, that should be, like, immediately in the bargain bin at a gas station. You know, for yes. Like three bucks. Five dollar, owning it on DVD it's, for some It's reason. like when I go to Big Lots sometimes, <laughs> and, yeah, there actually are a bunch of copies of this, and then shit like the Bye Bye Man. Like, the crap that they the... just get extras of, and they just sell for 2 or $3 just to get it out, because they bought it so cheap from other retailers. And then they got the, uh, or just go with, like, the, the rip-off movies, like, like, Little Cars, or... Transmorphers. Yeah, yeah that's type stuff. This, this should be a, a Asylum animation <laughs> film. <laughs> but this is, I can't believe this is a wide release that costs $80 million, $50 million from Sony. It's like... How? What? What type of laundry are they? What money are they laundering with this? Well, I mean, it all it all went into the render budget, basically. Which is it's all probably. smooth surfaces, so I don't understand they, how uh, they spent so much money. Yeah, it's like the the individual animations looked all right, even if the world itself was really bland and basic without any real detail compared to say like Lego movie or like Ralph, where they fill in all these details and put all this work into it. Uh, which I don't know how much those cost. probably comparable um, or more. Yeah. Uh, I just say, I, I want to say one positive thing where I actually did laugh once at the elderly emoticon jokes where they, where they have the, uh, the previously, I uh, guess the basic uh, punctuation marks in, in, uh, in wheelchairs. Like, okay. I got my one laugh out of it, which is five less laughs than date movie got me. Yeah, I don't remember this movie at all, apparently. And we watched it this morning. <laughs> I watched it literally an hour before this. Yeah, I, I finished it, had some lunch, and then signed on. <laughs> and Same. It's and, gone. and I'm like, this what? What have it seen any Instagram elderly emojis? <laughs> I, I think I think quite quite possibly the most problematic point in this movie is Having Mr. White Hands singing a Negro spiritual. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and also, the touchscreens you've seen. How many touchscreens has this guy seen, you know, being living in one phone and never actually ever seeing another phone? Yeah, they seem to have a good under. Like, it, it, it bounces between they have a complete understanding of the, the real world and their world to not knowing what anything is. They know pop culture, but they don't know what YouTube is. Yeah, it's it all depends on whatever line needs to be set at this particular moment is what the truth is. There's no internal consistency over over this. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. It's like wait, did, did it freeze for a second? <laughs> also, what are viruses doing in the trash? Like, first of all, again, trash doesn't exist on a phone, but that's not where viruses would go. Viruses get put if they don't get immediately dumped off, which is usually what happens because, you know, you don't want a virus to exist on your phone because, you know, it could potentially infect your system and other apps. If they don't get immediately deleted, they get put into secure quarantine. 
Yeah, no, these uh, these it's, viruses uh, play by the rules, and they stay in the piracy app and not run around the rest of the phone. Like, well, apparently, just, there is a Trojan horse on his phone that just doesn't do anything but serve beer. Well, it's just like, you know, when a virus gets zapped by a by antivirus, it gets either immediately deleted or gets put into secure quarantine. It's not going to get put into trash where it could be easily interacted with. But I guess that's just the thing in the, the bad writing of the movie that people <laughs> writing what they don't understand without having anyone check up on it. But if it was completely technologically correct, it would probably be much more boring of a movie. <laughs> from a, from a, like a, a big budget standpoint, this is one of the worst major studio films I've seen in that it was just, there was no effort put into it. You can just tell it's a soulless cash grab and everything is so goddamn manufactured and cringy and it's like no, nothing works in the movie i mean literally nothing ever works and it's just i hate it fuck this movie yeah its ratings are pretty pretty generous from yeah what I saw. very generous i can't really find a redeeming quality about the movie yeah, I, I, i'm glad we got a this isn't even my final form moment in this movie <laughs> Get bigger. The uh, it you know using the basic I want to be who I am plot, and then not really following through on that, or uh, not really following through on anything. A uh, bunch of standard like B plots all all shoved in together. Were yeah, uh, I agree with your point that you could cut the the teenagers out of the film, and nothing nothing is lost. It's like they, they had the brainstorming the session film. and figure out what plot they want to use. And they said, you will use a little of all of them because these kids are idiots anyway. Um, I'm really surprised. Yeah, you know, Cody, you're going you're gonna to hate me for this, but I'm really surprised this isn't filled up with minion memes. <laughs> of course, it's you know different different company. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, is this your aunt sharing you minion memes continually? You know, That would have made this a better movie. And I hate the minions. <laughs> it's just a minion in a thong that says something like... Go on you don't have to be crazy now. to work here, but it sure helps. <laughs> <laughs> I love the edited ones where it's like, um, like you get the fucking minions, and it's like just them making a weird face and a thong, and it just says genocide. Since <laughs> <laughs> that happens in the movie <laughs> twice, <laughs> the whole Dropbox scene is just filled with "This is not how things work." Yes, like, let's get the password eight million times. Well, you know, first also, of all, how creepy was it that the password was his, the crush of his girl that just messaged him like 10 minutes ago in the movie? That's his password. This kid's a psychopath. A little bit of a stalker. He's already got some hair he saved and like a, like, um, a, a used um, like tissue that he pulled out of a trash can and her pencil. And it's like using it to like summon her in like some kind of satanic ritual. <laughs> okay, so so let me get the, let me get this shit out here for a second. First of all, a firewall for consumer device device is going to be generally designed to keep things out, not in. His password would be saved in the fucking app. A teenager would be using a password manager and would just generate random passwords, which would be saved in the app. It wouldn't be just Anna or whatever the fuck it is. If his Dropbox password was actually Addy, it would have been hacked in like ten seconds after he set up the account. Ah. Uh, also, the cloud, where everything is open and totally not compartmentalized in secure storage blocks. <laughs> yeah, they should have, uh, if they're going to use the cloud, they maybe should have done like something more interesting with it, where like going into Addy's phone or going to this or going to that, rather than just another place 
that you store stuff? There's so many elements of things they could have done to make this a better movie. Like the cloud, you could have just made that a theoretical heaven and the trash can a theoretical hell. And then you have (laughs) a new update coming and the apps don't want to get deleted and so they're trying to get out. Like you, there's just elements of a better movie in here and they just chose to go to the lowest common denominator for every single thing. Yeah, that's it. That's where, yeah, it's, it's all this, you know, from a generational point of view, not understanding, you know, the, the, what things actually are and just taking the standard kid movie plot and just popping this little, little skin over and calling it a day. They were yeah. like, Steve, you have a phone. How would you like to move, write a movie about emojis? All right, I got it. Get Mike White. <laughs> it's a flip phone. Is that okay? It's a phone. <laughs> I used one once. <laughs> it's still a Nokia. It's play Snake. Where do I find the emoji on my rotary phone? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like a smile if I cover up part of it. <laughs> Ah, boy, man. It's like, Hello, yeah, yeah. You, you also like to send telegrams, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Telegram, the movie. Dosh, Daddy, I love you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Where two characters dot and dash as they, as they, as they fight the to, to, to cut down phone lines so they can keep their job. Actually, I'd watch that. No, <laughs> Much better than the emoji movie. That much, luckily, you know, it's been been three years and luckily hasn't had any sort of sequel yet, thankfully. I don't know how you could have a sequel. It's Who knows? Just, they, they'll find they, a they'll, way. They made Angry Birds too. So. I mean, I mean, they, they, I think they managed to pretty well salt the earth on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Even though if it made all his money back plus more. And somehow yeah, this was like a, get that a, a bidding war cars. and... Uh, but uh, anything else we have to say about Emoji Movie before we call it a day on this episode of the worst movie of the year? Nah, man, this was fucking bullshit. I hated this movie so much. This was a, this was the longest hour and a half of my life. Yeah, it's well, I, I, it is. I, I like the whole thing. Like at the end, like all the emojis are showing other emotions. Yeah, as they're they being were deleted the entire so, time. <laughs> yeah, and they they, they just kind of like, like forget about that part of the plot. Like now that they have an emoji that can show multiple emotions, does that mean that all the other emojis of that type are out of work? That's or, the message of the movie. Or You're number one. Get deleted there's no other numbers. They, <laughs> I, 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 it's their job. It's literally their job to show this one emotion, like when they're being scanned. So by that's literally what they have to do in order to keep their job. So when people but if they are can building change it, then these, what, what's the point? You'll, you'll get deleted. <laughs> when <laughs> people are never... building these phones, do they know they're making sentient beings that can <laughs> live and die? Is that, is this like, where, where do they come from? Does the people make, does Apple be like, all right, put some emojis in there and uh, hopefully they breed to make more emojis. Well, they <laughs> sacrifice one person a day to, to keep all the emojis to life. I like I like how they they do like the expectation subversion where they're like oh no we're all accepting now, which also means that there's no favorites anymore. I'm sure the kid's gonna love that. He's gonna have to scroll through the entire fucking emoji list in order to get to the emojis that he uses the most often, and then that lasts only for like five minutes until they get to the stinger where they show that no we still have the losers lounge apparently. It's like, oh, remember, next time you send a thumbs up to your dad, make sure it automatically changes to an eggplant because it feels like it. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Uh, I, <laughs> I think I'm pro- sending my dad. 
I think probably the best like thing, the thing that most, I guess, best encapsulates this movie is in the credits where it's and Patrick Stewart as poop. Yeah. No wonder he did Picard after this to to kind of bring himself back. I can't have my last credit be this. This is exactly what I want, Sony Classics, the score for Emoji emoji Movie in a soundtrack. (laughs) uh, I can't believe I made this entire time without having Patrick Stewart talking about poop and not saying about number one. (laughs) I know poop's number two, but you have to, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so... Uh, yeah, this was a really shitty, boring... This is the most boring out of the six movies we've discussed so far on this podcast. Uh, and the most crass and, like, obviously cynical cash grab than anything else that we've watched so far. As bad as Date Movie was, and as bad as Septic Man was, or Mortal Kombat all being... Well, Mortal Kombat and Date Movie being, like, lowest common denominator, something more to it than, than this was. There's someone caring at some point, I guess. We at um, least felt stakes in those movies. Yeah. And there was something, is, there was something and, to be lost. <laughs> this movie was tepid. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of stakes and Date Movie, um, next week's movie for me uh, is coming from 2010, and it's Vampire Suck from the same oh. makers of uh, Date Movie and a parody of Twilight, uh, oh, which God. means the jokes are probably already stale by 2010. So I'm not, I think I might have seen this before. I don't know. I got uh, that I, poster tattooed on my arm. It's my favorite oh, yeah, movie. So, I know you're coming back then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, join us next week for the worst movie of the year when, well, me and whoever I'll be talking to um, about for 2010's Vampires Suck. Everyone else... Uh, Give their uh, say who they are one more time, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Then we're gonna find Michael you if you out there. Oh, I'm Michael Kehoe. Uh, you can find me at www.youtube/outwestproductions. My game. I'm Michael Amos. You can find me at my house. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I will send address. the address to your house out. <laughs> 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 it's in Renton. Find the rest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And you can find me, Cody, at cityofgeek.com and on Twitter at cityofgeekcody. And uh, as Bob, you can find it here at uh, the worst review of the year, .transistor.fm, or however you find us. We are on, actually on iTunes now. So Yay! Uh, I subscribe to that. That's cool. Uh, or at cityofgeek.com. Uh, or city, and both those are on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is uh, worst underscore movie. And City Geek is City of Geek. Uh, and thank everyone for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all that jazz. You know, you know what to do. Um, and we'll see you next week for Vampire Suck. Goodbye, fellow kids. Bye.